How's it going? It's a shitty night tonight. I have two tables, all black people, so I know I'm not making no tips. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, look over there. I have two tables. They're all black. I'm working for free tonight. No, I, I mean, are you being seriously that racist? What? You don't know that I got to tip you. Yes, I do. Just because they're black? I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person. Not once. First of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Then shut up, asshole. Come indict me. I think I'm Big Meech. Look at my timepiece. It's an automere, 100 racks at least. Look at yourself. Now look at me. You can't see a nigga. I'm what you used to be. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast. It's your host, Rod and Karen. And we got my cousin back in the crib again. Uh, or it's, I guess you call this a studio. Or the spare bedroom, as I like to call it. Um, and say what's up to the P, man. It's good, man. Got our first millionaire in the studio, dog. First in the fam, dog. Way to represent, man. I mean, I would say I knew he was gonna make it, but I was, I was nervous sometimes, man. Yeah, I was I the back problems. I was like, man, this shit might not happen. Yeah. I didn't want to pump nobody head up. Niggas be trying, yo, son, your cousin. I'll be like, man, let's just see what happened, dog. Let's just see what happened, man. He got an education, yeah. and then, but you know, shit popped off. So well, I can tell you this, Anthony is my. Uh, Quiet millionaire Because I don't tell nobody And it's not yeah. that I'm ashamed of you or nothing like yeah. that. I'm a female too yeah. I don't tell no Because I don't want people coming asking me People, yeah. You know pe- People going Well give me no uh, No I don't tell yeah. nobody It's hard at the I basketball I keep that secret It's hard at the basketball court Because niggas be on some like They know You know what I'm saying They know before I get down So I'm like Yo man nigga had 30 last night I was like yeah I know man It's, know, it's in man. me I would be embarrassed Because a lot of Well you're on our coast now But when you was on the other coast Your games came on so late at night That if anybody asked me I'm sleep He'll stay up for a while I don't know what answer this for I have no idea I don't know how much sleep about 
10.30. And we actually got a silent member in the crew in the room with JC. He's like, uh, I guess he's like that fourth dude in Trial Call Quest that don't nobody know. <laughs> he, just, he, just he just showed up. <laughs> but he back there. He might make a comment every now and then, y'all. What's up, y'all, man? What's going on? I was about to say, you come on if you want to. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on, baby. I actually... Uh, Met JC through Ant, but uh, I played. JC used to come up there and play ball with us too, man. And he was actually pretty good too, man. Um, y'all, y'all both played at Charlotte Latin together, right? Yeah. So we went out to the uh, Dale Curry tournament, watched y'all ball a little bit. It was like Anthony, JC, and then like eight hobbits, dog. Them dudes was short, man. <laughs> I used to call that whole other crew the hobbits, dog. They was all, they was all small except for um my dude that went to UNC Charlotte, uh, Charles. Yeah, he was, was kind of tall. We was playing like a two-man game, yeah, two and three-man game between two and three. Dude, when I seen um the one game when y'all played, I think it was Brandon Rush's team. Yeah. Dude, when Charles went up, because Charles was the only other tall dude on the team, yeah. and, he was, and he was actually out. You know, I played ball with him before, too. Yeah. I was like, yeah, Charles pretty good. Yeah. So he went up twice and got Black out by uh we, by Brandon Rush. We, we were just watching, just watching that uh, tape. You know what I'm saying? Um, everybody got dunked. Yeah, it was like yeah. it was, it was <laughs> like eleven people on the team. Only like eight people got in the game, and out of the eight, seven people got their yeah. fair share. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody get dunked on up in here, and uh, it's crazy too because like after Charles got blocked. His whole game changed because it was like yeah, the blocks was demeaning. He was, like a, he was like a freshman, man. You know that's it. That's, that took him. That was it. For him, man. He started looking at his eyes. That's how it was. Something bad happened. That's it for him. His mentality was shot. They start off the game and got a dunk, and I just look. Everybody's eyes was just like. It's over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no more yeah. I think when uh, Pascal got dunked on, who was it? With yeah. the Albert Weaver that did a point guard caught a, caught a lob. Yeah. Like the first oh, no. two minutes of the Powell game. Power forward. Yeah. Power forward with like six, six one. one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If that. Yeah, dude. That joint, that game, because uh, the one before when y'all played, um, what was it, something? At Lauren Institute, I think? Lauren yeah. And no cat, first of all, None of them niggas like that's from Lawrenceburg. Yeah. Every last yeah. one of them had to be from somewhere else, dude. Somewhere else, up north or something. Like, I don't know nobody from Lawrenceburg. Okay. They was on some shady shit too, cause like they was changing jerseys between games. They yeah. eventually got in yeah. trouble for all that too. Oh, like, they did. Like a couple years ago, mm-hmm. that, that school got in trouble for all that, cause it was confusing to follow yeah. people. Like they I was about that, man. one of the um, one of the kids I played with in college. He played at Lawrenceburg. He was saying, he was from New York. He was saying like people was doing his class where he was at home, yeah. and he just show up like a week before, a week or two before like the official season start. But like as soon as school start, he wasn't there. Like he didn't go to school till like November. Damn, like, wow. beginning of November. And them dudes could barely like speak English anyway. But then like <laughs> I remember I saw like the first day of the tournament, I was like. Oh man, these cats play Ant tomorrow. It's like, yo, you gotta watch out for number 24. Man, we get to the game. I was like, yo, where's 24, man? Yeah. So, white dude today. I was like, <laughs> like they're doing something wrong. They're doing something crazy, dog. They're yeah. doing something crazy. But, um, yeah, they had the squad too. But, um, and then, uh, I'm trying to think. There was this center. Was Edie out Mark there that year? Yeah. yeah. He was playing for Mount Zion. He went to UNC Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, he was supposed to be league, man. He went there and he transferred. I ain't seen him. I thought he, had, uh, he ended up going to New Mexico State. Yeah. I played him in New Mexico State. And uh, that was, was the last he, time I saw him. Yeah, like, I don't know what happened to dude. Because, like, his height, 
Come in, in, in high school, dude. I thought it was crazy. Yes. Yeah, like Shaq. Yeah, it was insane. I seen, but when I seen them, dude, like that whole squad, they basically would just miss throw up a brick, yeah. and the idiot just can't get the joint out the glass yeah. try to dunk it every, every time. time. That's all he did. Because what? he was so much. I mean, he was bigger than everybody in that tournament. Though, so. What? No offense, dog. That's yeah. anyway. Um, so this is the unofficial sport of our podcast. Is what? Bullet ball. Y'all know about that bullet ball? <laughs> bullet y'all, ball. Yeah, y'all yeah. never seen the bullet ball video? No. Oh, I got oh, you. Oh. <laughs> I right, show we y'all, show y'all the bullet ball. This is dude that. Uh, he uh, invented his own sport, and he went broke trying to promote it. And it's called uh, it's called bullet ball. And basically, uh, the way he designed the sport is like a table, and you put these little like borders on the on the side of the table, and you just use your hands to slap a little rubber ball back and forth between two people. And uh, he went he had to create his own theme song. He went so broke that his um <laughs> that his wife left him. He was living out of his car. Yeah, it was. So it was he was relying sad. on this sport to get money. Yeah, yes. it was. It was pretty sad, man. But nobody has given up more than Mark Griffin. I quit my job and sold all my possessions that I could sell, and found myself in food pantries and uh, sleeping in a car. It's not about the money. It's about my game. Is going to be an Olympic sport. It's just that good. And how are y'all doing today? How are you today? I'm excited. This is my dream come true. Uh, My name is Mark Griffin, and I'm the inventor of Bullet Ball and Bullet Ball Extreme. Bullet Ball is a high caliber table game designed for the 21st century lifestyle. Just like other sports with international appeal, such as basketball, soccer, and ping pong, it is our vision that one day bullet ball will become... Hey, man, y'all, did y'all notice them three sports don't have shit to do with each other? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basketball, soccer, and ping pong. Other than they got a ball, that's about it. <laughs> one thing they got in common. There's, no, there's nobody that's like, yeah, dog, I'm going to try athlete, basketball, uh, soccer, and ping pong. <laughs> I get win, y'all. I get it. Ask about it. An Olympic sport. Please explain how the game works. Do you want somebody else to play against you? Absolutely. I'll play. I love games. Okay, the object of the game is to get the ball past your opponent. Okay. By utilizing your forearms and or hands. Okay. Okay. The number one problem with this uh, Everybody's confused This is confusing <laughs> The number one problem with this Is why is he If you trying to teach somebody How to play Why are you playing them so hard yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that pool, pool. Like, This I'm is the dude That's I'm gonna in. It's the dude That's gonna give you money To invest in your business yeah. And you whooping his ass In the little In the like Here's how you play My point Yeah <laughs> So if, I, if I'm that dude I'm like, expert. Now I'm mad that you whoop my ass And I don't know how to play and That's true And your game whack <laughs> Okay, I get it. That's bullet ball. Uh, how much have you invested in this? I had this vision 26 years ago. What happened when you got this vision? What were you doing? My ex-wife and I, we were sitting there drinking wine, having a conversation, rolling the cat's ball back and forth across the table. Any idea you come up with while you're drinking wine, 
<laughs> and you rolling the ball back and forth is not a billion dollar idea. I guarantee uh, nobody else ever. That's not how they invented the cure for the monks. That's not how. That's not how airplanes like nothing ever it got invented like this that worked. Dog. The ball became faster and faster, and we said, "Well, wait a minute. If we're gonna play this game, we need some rules." Mark, 26 years is a really long time. Yes, it is. Tell me what you have put into this game over those years. Where are you now? <laughs> I quit my job. I decided that, you know, 80% of inventors take their invention to the grave with them. And I decided that that was not going to happen to me. I sold all my stuff, traded my Sambin for a, a 92 Volvo station wagon with 300,000 miles, sold my wife's wedding ring, Say no. You don't understand. All my life, I felt like I needed to do something, take the risk, and do something for myself. This idea is mine. This is my dream come true. It will happen. It was destined to be. And we're going to make it happen one way or the other. That I guarantee. Yes. My personal thing from me to you is you can lose everything, but whatever you do, please don't lose your mind because you're not going to make it with this. Too late. That nigga's already lost his mind, dog. Yeah, that's clear. He lost it. It's gone. This dude is done. Oh, absolutely. I totally disagree. It's going to happen. It will happen. This is, it won't happen. I'm telling you, it will happen. Go, go get your life back, go get a job. I have my invention, and I'm telling you, Bullet Ball is going to be a success. Dude put his head on the desk, he just like, he don't get it. I don't even want to do this. They feel bad. I didn't want to tell them no. It's a panel for the listeners. It's a panel of four people that have to approve his invention, like whether they want to invest in it or whatnot. And when he said that shit, all of them were shaking their head. One dude folded his arms and put his head down on the table like, I can't. I can't. (laughs) Just too... It's sad, man. It's a dream. I hope it comes to reality. I'm going to say no. Game inventor. I've invented games. I've sold games. I, I mean, I'm seriously looking at the gameplay here, and it's 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 nice. I played it. And I'm sorry, I have to say no. 
He looked like he want to curse so bad. Right? Like he want to go crazy. Like, <laughs> son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> if he got a gun in that thing, like yeah, see, you see, this is why people don't need concealed weapons. I'm yeah. so sorry. Dude is wearing. Example. He's wearing an army green one piece. <laughs> like, like what? What? Like I would be scared to tell his ass no too. Just yeah, on some yeah, like, what, what have you got? This. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm going to need you to get frisked before we let you do this little presentation, homie. that you're reliving a great moment in your life, and you're trying to live it, and, and I hope it doesn't destroy you. I'm really worried about that, but I'm going to have to say no. I'm sorry. Mark. You, you, told, you told us that you've given 26 years of your life to this game. I think that's more of a life than a man can give to a dream. Please get your life back. I have to say no. No from all four. This is... Like, so, this so is what are y'all don't like? <laughs> I can't get a half of a yes. <laughs> 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 kind of, sort of. But y'all really sat around. Y'all all agreed on this before I got here, didn't you? This is the only way you did not be swayed by his bitch, dog. You don't understand. Why didn't he flip the table over? Yeah, I was like, weird. He looked like he wanted to, but he thought about it. Oh, you know what? It's probably his only bullet ball table. <laughs> I can't be messing my display table up. <laughs> like, this is all I got, really, man. And the table don't even look that elaborate. It's just got some, like... He should have put some colors or something. <laughs> 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 it should have put a little bit interesting. He should have put a miniature football field in the table. Yeah, like, yeah, it's kind of like football, you know what I'm saying? How? You know, just be out there. <laughs> yeah, he fucked up, dog. He should have just been like twenty yarder. My point. Like, what is he talking about? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I ain't playing the rest of this. I think I don't even know what the rest. I don't know what I don't play the rest of this. It's only twenty seconds. Yeah. I know what I'm gonna go back to, but hundred years from now, I'll be smiling up in heaven saying. I knew one day it would happen. What would happen, dog? What would um, happen? I, I can't answer that question. I don't know. <laughs> no from all four? <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, man. So, um, that was a hell of a tangent. But, um, the other thing is the official weapon of the podcast is... We believe in tasering. That's right, the taser. Mm-hmm. And you can call the show, 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. And uh, we will answer it on our feedback uh, episodes or whatever. Um, and we actually had somebody ask a question about you uh, on our uh, yesterday feedback. Mm-hmm. And it was like, uh, after you play the Heat, they want you to come on and tell everybody what it's like playing against Wade, Bosch, and LeBron at the same time. So, uh, all right. Yeah, I don't really, I don't I know mean, what they expect you, you to say. Against, I played against all of them. Like, yeah. Not on the same team, but I mean, you can just imagine it. They're going to get the ball every time. Yeah. And that's going to be it. I mean, you know, I'm trying to imagine. I, I want to know what they going to do with that lineup because everybody making all these like Oh, it's either gonna work or it's not gonna work, or they ain't gonna do shit. They all gonna they gonna win everything. 
I want to see him play. I mean, that's 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 all people can do is just wait and see. Yeah, you that's know, true. You never know what could happen with the team. They got great talent. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be fun to play against them. I'm in for competing against them. So yeah. I know everybody else in the league. Yeah. On the on the low, y'all uh, got a little nucleus too. Like yeah. it was just didn't nobody like y'all didn't get LeBron or. Like the huge name, so everybody was just like, "Oh yeah, man, don't you know they yeah. they lost out." But then they went out and they got like three or four cats, and I was like, "Damn, that was on the low. That was a bunch yeah. of sneaky signings." Like, yeah. it's, uh, yeah. and uh, I heard they still gonna be in like next year. Supposedly they still should be in line to still be able to sign somebody else. So like, yeah. cool. Um, y'all y'all owner, dog, Prokhorov, yeah. whatever. He making moves. Smart moves, a lot of good, safe, smart moves. You know, yeah. No doubt. And uh, you can also leave comments on the episode. You can go to iTunes, Podomatic, or go on our Facebook page. Leave uh, you know, leave us a comment, whatever, if you like something we said or if you just want to show some support. Um, and we officially went over a 1,000 members for our Facebook page this Woo-hoo! morning. So blowing up a little bit, a little something. I mean, you know. We're bigger than some news stations, but, you know, it's just two niggas with a podcast and a mic. Um, <laughs> and you can also play the podcast on Facebook. Just put it in your status and share it. And uh, I don't even, JC, I don't even know if I'm your friend on Facebook, man. I got to search. I don't know. I, I ain't really been on Facebook like that. Oh, okay. You on Andy's list, though? Yeah, I'm on there. Just look me up. I got a picture of, like, me and my whole family in it, but... Alright. You, you, you get on his page and look it up. I add you before y'all leave, man. Um, so. And donate. Oh, yeah, shit. Don't forget y'all can donate, man. <laughs> uh, that's the most important thing. Uh, go to the blog, theblackouttips.blogspot.com, or you can go to our Podomatic page. Uh, just search for the Blackout Tips. Click the donate button. Go on PayPal. Definitely throw us some money, man, because we got these big time guests now, bitch. NBA in this house, <laughs> nigga. Side two. Um. Alright man, so um we was in Harris Cheetah today and um y'all know it's not I don't wanna say it's discrimination, but like y'all know how they hire special needs people to do the buggies and stuff? Mm-hmm. Like that's cool, you know what I'm saying? But then they had some of them doing the register today and I was I didn't know like should I support it or be against it because I was for it because I was like it's about time. If they could do math and shit, why can't they do a register? The register job ain't hard. Mm-hmm. Look, you just scanning shit. Yeah. Right? So, I was for it, but then I was a little against it because we went to that line. That shit took forever, man. Yes, and, and, and on the low low, you didn't see it on the low low. After after he rung us up, the super, I was like, hey, hey, um, we're going to need you to get off this register. Go on outside and push them buggers. She got him dead off that because yes. she was watching. And while everybody else was like, dee, 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 he was like, dee. He like put everything in one bag. See, it's like my <laughs> yeah. ni- my niceness backfired against me because I was. Oh, we went in a rush. I was trying chill. to be supportive, yeah. and I was like, I'm gonna go to his line. You know, it's like when you see a brother yeah. and that's a waiter or something. You be like, man, I'm gonna go to your table. You know what I'm saying? Let me hook you up. And then I tried to hook him up, but then it was like, yo, man, this shit taking a minute, son. <laughs> <laughs> like, you try- I should be on right and stuff, but you know. Yeah, I feel bad, but, you know, I, I did my part, man. Um, So, y'all know how black people mostly play spades, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, I don't know why white people don't really play spades. Derek do. Some of them do. Most of them don't know how to play I don't spades. Think, I don't think. you say that. I've never met a white person I think about yeah. play spades. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, and the only reason why Derek do because he hang around a lot of black people, believe you. That's the only <laughs> reason why he knew. That he probably know about Tonk and 21, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why he I knew. He played with them, they poker, and I don't know a damn thing about poker. That's how I knew I could trust Derek, because... 
You was a white dude that could play spades. I was like, <laughs> you, yeah. must, you must be cool or something. Something must be alright. Um, but uh, I was thinking about it. I think they don't play spades because remember when you cut one suit, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go back later and you play that same suit. So like, say you cutting hearts. Mm-hmm. And then you play hearts like a couple heads after. What's that? You go, you reneging. Right. <laughs> and you so, will get beat up playing with me like that. So 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 if if I was cheating and I was playing with some white people, they can't be like you a re nigger. Like if they was like they was like, oh man, you been re nigger I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> Talking to me like this white man. So I don't like I thought about that and I was like, I You might need to give it another name then. Yeah, so alright, you know we got midterm elections coming up in November. Mm-hmm. Alright, um, do you think what percentage of people that's gonna vote do y'all think think that they gonna be voting for Obama or against Obama in November? It's kind of weird though weird. because with the midterms, most people really don't care to tell you the truth. But I think the only reason why a lot of people are caring now is because it's going to change the representatives in the House and the Senate. So right. that's why people are even caring about this and. The way it's coming across, you have lunatics out there that got their myths and their makeup beliefs about Obama, and they spelling out, they telling all these lies that are not fact on both sides now. But I think a larger percentage of Republicans will go out and vote versus Democrats. I'm gonna say twenty percent of people that vote gonna think they gonna get that. They gonna be like, "Why Obama ain't on here? I, I, I'm voting. Ah, ah. I, I want him out, or I want." I want to keep him in because they. I uh, think people uh, be voting uh, and they uh, don't even know shit. They just be uh, uh, showing, showing up, up at the polls. Time to vote. Like, what are we voting about? What's we voting on? <laughs> I guarantee it, man. I, when I went to the vote, like I only voted for president, vice president, which I don't know why you gotta vote for both. It's not like you can mix and match. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me get Obama and Palin, dog. That's how. That's how I roll. They come in a combo like burgers and fries. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like you can't. One can't win and the other win, but. Anyway, I voted for that, and I think I might have voted for governor of North Carolina. Yeah. Because that one lady uh, that ain't even from North Carolina was talking mad shit, and I was like, you can get the fuck out with that. Oh, uh, we're talking about Doe? Yeah, Elizabeth oh, Doe. she had been running for years, yeah. man. I'm like, get the fuck out. So, we had her, and then uh, I think I voted for mayor, mayor, and I was done. It was like 70 things you could vote for. Yeah, I was like, I don't even like know this shit. school board one, judge... Judge seat, Southwest District number two. Yeah. <laughs> I, no like, I, I didn't do the homework, so I didn't want to fuck nothing up. And then somebody win, and then they be like, yo, man, everybody voted for that dude. Did you know he used to be in the Klan? And, you know what I'm saying? See, that's how that stuff be breaking news. You know, did you know he used to murder folks? What? Yeah, exactly. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. So he I, was the only one on the slot. <laughs> all, I, all I can say is you can't blame me. You no. know what I'm saying? That's, that's where I would go. So your vote is no vote then? For them, yeah, yeah, for them. Um, I was thinking about, uh, I was thinking also about time travel, right? What about it? I can't. Obviously, I can't do time travel. I'm about right? to say, I nobody that. can. That, that I'm about to say because you keeping that top secret. It's time to make some money, dog. <laughs> yeah, nobody can. But if I wanted people to think I could time travel, I know how to do it. All you gotta do is walk up to a person like a friend or something, and you just grab them by their shoulders and shake them, and you like, like walk up to Anthony, you like. What what's the date? What's the time? You be like, oh man, Saturday. What year? And then they'll be like, why do you need to know the year? And then whenever they tell you the year, like 2010, you go, oh god, oh, it didn't work. 
You know what I'm saying? So they think that you was trying, you was trying to be some type of time travel or something. They gonna be like, he throw it off. Yeah, throw it off. Oh, you better not do that. They, they gonna be coming at you with the white coat, dog. Tying it up in the back, real tight. <laughs> I did get that idea from a homeless man, so. Um, <laughs> we went to the movies Monday. Yes. And we saw uh, Resident Evil Afterlife yes. in 3D IMAX. Yes. And that's the only way to see movies, because. Yes, it is. That was a shitty movie, but. It was terrible. <laughs> the IMAX 3D was beautiful, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. And, and I mean, it was okay for Resident Evil standard, but as far as movie wise, no, it was not a good movie. I've seen every Resident Evil movie. Oh, yeah, we have. In the theater. Not, yeah. not on DVD. No, in, in the, the theater. theater. Yeah, this is like the third one. Then they're going to have fourth. the fourth one. Oh, they're going to, oh, this fourth one. And none of them are good. None of them. I just keep going to see them, dude. I don't know why. We just go to the movies. That's, that's our thing. Good. The video games are yeah. tight, man. It, I, it's like when I see them. I'm, I must be just thinking about the video game because yeah. like, no, I, I gotta see that, son. Yeah. And the funny part about it is that when me and Roger go to the movie theaters, we always look at the screen and we be like, level up. We'll say, next level, we'll go. That's the boss battle. Like, we'll be talking yeah. to the screen yeah. doing the whole time. You know. The whole movie is like a bunch of cutscenes anyway in video games because yes. they don't make sense. It's like if you just. No, they don't. It's like if you just took the cutscenes from Resident Evil, didn't play the game, you just skipped to the next cutscene. That's kind of the movie, man. Cause like they just skip forward, and you're like, "What the fuck just happened?" Like, I don't even remember the stuff that y'all arguing about, man. But I don't know, dude. And then the other thing is, whenever zombies attack, man, why is it always one dude that's got to betray the crew? I don't know. Every movie, man, they be like, "Yo, we need to just stick together. We can get out of this." And it's always one dude that's like, "Fuck this, I'm out of here." And he like kill somebody and they run out the door. <laughs> and they always get theirs in the end anyway. They never live the whole movie. Something always happened to them. That's right. I just I don't like. You would not want to be that dude. If zombies busting here right now, I'm not going to be the one that's going to turn on the crew because you definitely going to die. You never die. make it. The, the person that's always scared is going to die. Yeah, you did. Yeah, the did. person that's the best. If you're the best swimmer, the best runner, the best archer, you're yeah, going to die. die. You're going to die. Yeah. yeah, they just set rules. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, we need to uh, shoot some arrows uh, to, to burn this shit up. And they'd be like, all right, I can do it on the... Olympic arrow dude, like your ass dead. Yes. You gonna you gonna do it for him, but then you gonna end up sacrificing for everybody. So if I had a hidden skill, I wouldn't even tell nobody. As soon as that dude died, I'd be like, yo, I could have did that shit too, man. I just <laughs> I wasn't trying to get shot. Alright, man. Um let's get into some news, man. Cool. Um so this story is about a six year old who faces expulsion over a toy cap gun. Wow. Um, I can already tell I'm probably for this. I'm probably okay with the kid getting expelled. And it, and it's a white kid, so all y'all people out there yeah. stereotyping and shit is a white kid. Don't let that influence you to to be soft on him, though. Imagine if he was black, what you would think. Think about it that way. The Oglesby, uh -uh. <laughs> Oglesby school child faces possible expulsion later this month for playing with toy cap guns at school. Uh, Ethan Sack Skackman, six. Ooh, what a name. And an unidentified six-year-old who has since moved out of the school district was suspended from Lincoln Elementary School August 27th and 30th for playing with their toy cap guns on the school playground. The News Tri Tribune was unable to contact the parents of the unidentified child. Of course. I don't <laughs> yeah. want you calling me either. Plus, they unidentified. How you gonna contact them? Um, on September 20th, the Oglesby Elementary School Board will meet at 5.30 p.m. and could at that time choose to carry out the school's disciplinary policy on bringing weapons to school. 
In summary, the policy states that any student who brings weapons or lookalikes to school or school events should be expelled for a period of at least one calendar year, uh, but not more than two calendar years. So, one to two years out of school for this kid, right? Wow. However, this requirement may be modified by the superintendent, and the superintendent's decision can be further modified by the school board, which is kind of some bullshit. Like, how do you gonna have a law and then be like, yeah, but this nigga can change it, or these other cats? That's not really, that's not really nothing to write home about. Um, Anyway, we try to be consistent as possible when enforcing the policy, but there are many variables, said Superintendent Michael Pillion. Pillion added that uh, his four years as superintendent there has not been an, there's not been an explosion, so he's never had to kick anybody out of school. So, uh, so one person get kicked out of school to, to enforce the rule. I don't see this how this is a small school district. Got to be. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte niggas get kicked out all, all the, the time. time. Like it ain't nothing. They had to hire somebody to go to the courtroom so they can be sure they get out of CMS people that got uh, records. Yeah, exactly, dude. I've, I've been in like been in the mall before and been like, what the fuck is you doing here? Yeah, <laughs> like where the truant officers? <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I had a beeper. Beep, beep, come get this nigga beep. Hey, it's cool. Yeah, I don't feel safe, man. You rolling up the <laughs> no. Eastland sometimes. You be like, I don't even want to go pay my power bill in here. I'm going to just mm. go online or some shit, dog. Yeah, Duke Power going to have to cut me off. I'm about to be day behind I'm trying to get a, get a bullet for this. Go to the library and sign up for online <laughs> with the free computers, dog. I'm not, I don't risk it, dog. No, sir. But anyway, man, so, um, he said, uh, Amanda Milton, Ethan's mother, said her fiance, John Skyman, Skyman, I don't know, was notified August 27th that her son was in possession of a weapon that had been confiscated and told Ethan must be picked up from school immediately for safety reasons. The weapon is question, in question was a clear plastic cap gun with a bright orange tip and handle. It's shaped similarly to a snub-nosed revolver. And it was inoperable. It fired red plastic green caps that are rated for children ages 8 and up. It's kind of weird that we can just give kids guns as toys anyway. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you definitely ain't encouraging the right shit. I'm, mm-hmm. I probably killed thousands of people with my toy guns when I was a kid. Like, <laughs> you taking them down. Yeah. Then we wonder why niggas shoot each other in the streets. Like, they've been training. You know what I'm saying? You been training the asses. Like GI Joe and Transformers. What the Same fuck you learning? Boy Indians, come on now. Yeah, we learning to shoot. Um, when Milton arrived at Lincoln to pick up Ethan, she was told by a school official that Ethan had violated school policy and that he would be suspended. She escaped and was told the decision to expel the two boys will be determined by the school board. Uh, this could have been handled through conversation, and then they go on and talk about you know some more shit with this little kid. My question is this. Y'all for or against the kid getting suspended? I'm not to be for it, man. I mean, they gotta, I mean, there's so many school shootings in the past. Like, you gotta start, like, making examples out of people just like they do anybody else in any other situation. You gotta make an example out of somebody that, you know, straighten everything else up. I mean, it don't matter if you black or white. It's just the fact that if he doing that, you know, that kind of message that's saying to other kids. Yeah. Some kids might, you know, oh, I can bring a cat or oh, I can bring a real gun. You don't yeah. know what other kids thinking at that age because you expo- they expose him so much in the media. You know, he don't think he's doing nothing wrong and he's a kid, but it's a bigger picture, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And my thing, too, is that um, some children actually do bring real guns at that age with their parents and all right. that stuff. They don't have things locked up. 
and it's not up to the, to the school to determine if your gun is real or not. They say real gun or look like. Well, they like, have it. Yeah, they have it. In I, the I mean, because it's also for their safety too. Because what happened if somebody created an orange, real orange gun and looked like that that shot real bullets? <laughs> then all of a sudden, we got a real issue on our hand. But because we, after the fact, found out it's a toy, everybody wants to be like, "Oh, it's a toy." No, if you have a zero policy, a zero tolerance policy. It needs to be in place, and also this puts more pressure on the parents to monitor your children. I'm real big on that, and be sure they don't take their, you know, G.I. Joy toy, toy gun to school thinking it's cool, and this thing, you know, they out of school for you. If you got, if they came out with a real orange gun, though, that shot real bullets, man, that would be the gayest gun ever. Nobody would buy that shit. You, you'd Who be buy that gun? You'd be shot. If they came out with a SpongeBob SquarePants semi rap gun, I bet some idiot would have it. You know, folks paint their cars, M&Ms, and all this stupid stuff. Right. Somebody would be ignorant enough to have him a SpongeBob. Actually, you know what? If it looked like the Duck Hunt gun when back when they used to have the first Nintendo. Somebody buy that? I might get that. That's a duck <laughs> that gun was kind of that gun was kind of tight. <laughs> that gun was kind of tight. But um, I don't know what you think, JC man. If they had a Duck Hunt gun. With that damn dog, I want to shoot that damn dog. I had to hide that game. I was playing it so much. Dog, I tried to shoot that. I tried to shoot that dog so many times, and it wouldn't let you kill the dog. No, dog didn't die. Yeah, well, I tried to kill that because it was it was fucking laugh at you when you missed. Come back like ah, nigga, you you fucked up. Like nah. Anyway, take some of this. But yeah, I agree, guys. I I was surprised nobody was on the kid's side. But yeah, I I, I think you got to suspend his ass, man. You can't be playing with guns and shit that look like guns. Not at school. You know what I'm saying? What if he would have brought a fake knife? Like, you never know. Yeah, you don't know if it's real. Yeah. Some kids, you know what I'm saying? So one kid might see it and be like, oh, he brought a knife. It might not think nothing about it and then bring a knife. Yeah. That's why he brought one. So, you know, so when you catch somebody, you got to make careful of the message you send. Yeah, who gets to make the cutoff? Exactly. Like, who who makes the cutoff? Like, what is? When are we gonna be like, yo? This I don't give a fuck if you six either. That yeah. it don't bother yeah. me at all. You just gotta learn a lesson a little earlier than some other kids. Yep. You six and you find out a lot. All the other six year olds found a way to come to school without bringing shit to get them suspended. <laughs> Say that again. I don't know, man. And even that, you got eight year olds in the news across the country that's shooting, killing people. You got a look. I don't know if you remember. I don't remember how old the kid was. I think he may been about nine. He killed uh he killed his parents because they wouldn't let him play a video game. Yeah, I remember that. I so, remember that. Like you said, being six ain't no excuse. Hell nah, pull the trigger. Video games, video games and all that. That's like you know, like you said, they selling guns to kids in, in schools, like fake guns, whether it's orange, pink, whatever it is. It's still sending the message. You know yep. In the video games, dog. I like I ain't know till I got Xbox Live, but. Like I went and got uh, real. Uh, I got uh, what was it? Modern Warfare. Yeah, and, and little I was playing kids. It, I was like, oh, this shit is fun. Seriously. I got online to play with people, man. So I'll be like, yo, man, we need to go over there to the left, man. That's what the and the other person be like. Yes, we need to go over there too. I'm like, hey, man, how old are you? <laughs> Your fucking voice ain't changed. You gotta be like 18 to buy this game. What are you doing? And then on top of that, they be have like the higher scores. They be leveled up the most. They had the most. You like all you do is play. You definitely ain't got a real job. And they be saying the N word, mad reckless, dog. They, the white. You play Xbox Live. Oh, yo, the, or, or, or probably even PlayStation, whatever. But you play a game online with the headset, dog. 
Yo, they be so reckless with the N-word, man. White people really want to say it, man. It's, it's proof. I, 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 and I think for a lot of them, um, it's kind of like cool. Like, you know, it's almost like I'm accepted. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, it ain't that no. kind of, it ain't that kind of N-word. Nah. Oh, no, nah, it's, it's the bad it's, kind. It's okay, the, like, my it's bad. The ER. Yeah, it's the ER. It's like they'll shoot somebody and they be like, die, nigga, die. I'm like, what? What are you doing? Oh, that, that, the ER. My yeah, bad. Yeah, it's like, I'll kill all bad. these niggas. It's like, the difference between the ER and the A. I'm like, bro, we on the same side, man. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> As soon as the black person speak up, they're like, oh shit, I didn't know one of y'all was on. I'm sorry. Like, oh, okay. I thought I was on my clan members. Okay. Bad. You wouldn't be, would be saying this shit if I weren't here. Word. <laughs> Come on, man. Alright, man. Not all welcome Skid Row charities. Authorities are worried that groups that hand out food and clothing claiming that they may leave a mess behind or, or fuel drug sales. Hmm. How food and clothing fuel drug sales? I don't know. Los Angeles police officer Dion Joseph. Follow the trail of it's a brother in case I wasn't. Uh, follow the trail of discarded paper plates and half-eaten macaroni down Sixth Street and around the corner in San Pedro Street. So wait, if you give somebody some macaroni and some food, how does that fuel a drug? Is they trading macaroni and shit for crack? Like yeah, so they trading in noodles. <laughs> like, I got uh, this macaroni and cheese, needles. dog. I know y'all been on this corner all day. I know y'all hungry. I know y'all hungry. Let me get two cracks. Um. Uh-huh. There he found his targets, members of a church group, heads bowed in prayer after serving lunch to a long line of homeless people. Are you serious? Doesn't the group, yes, you gotta watch out for the church people feeding homeless. Y'all ain't feeding the homeless people, did y'all, before y'all came over here, right? I know y'all been to church, I, I don't want them to follow y'all to my house. <laughs> they might be drug deals and shit. Dozens of groups from across Southland converge on the downtown Los Angeles every week to hand out food and clothing in Skid Row. Which has been called the homeless capital of the nation. Damn. Uh, wow, the nation? Yeah. Woo. What's all they do with That's kind of bad because a lot of times all they do is disperse to other parts of the city because that's, that's kind of yeah. happening here in Charlotte. Yeah. And one of Roderick's, he don't work here no more, but one of Roderick's co workers. Um, got one of the nice, that's our regentrification, that's what they call it. Yeah. Got a nice condominium he's paying all this money for, and he's right behind, what is it, uh, Hidden Valley or? Yeah, he's one, right Yeah, one of those places is like right behind him. And see, people that aren't familiar with the city don't know where the ghetto parts are, yeah. and don't realize that you're a block around the corner from the so drug house and things like that. Good. So he was out one day and ended up getting robbed and didn't realize, you know, where he was. And a lot of times it takes years, but these people got to go somewhere. So all that happens is that crime strikes up in other parts of the city before they didn't have any crime. Yeah, I think he got robbed too because he wasn't um, racist. Because he's such a nice dude. But he I was like, nice. this four black people just hanging out in your parking lot and no, no black people live there? Yeah. Don't get out the car, man. That ain't even racist. Just don't no. get out the fucking car. Yeah. I wouldn't. And like I said, maybe it's just me. Even at the bank, it was broad daylight. I had went to the bank, and it was this dude sitting outside the truck just chilling. And the ATM was not not the pull around, but the kind of was attached to the building. I I seen him. He was moving. I rolled around the building. He was moving. I rolled around again. He was there. I left because I was like, I don't want to mess around. Walk out my car. You knock me upside my head, though, or you make me pull out money that probably ain't even in there in the first place. <laughs> trying to get to you, and we all, you know, I ain't trying to get shot up enough. Dude, I get nervous when I see people just taking too long to ATM. Say that again. I don't like when I, especially when you at the drive up ATM and nigga in front of you like trying to open an account or some shit. You're like, what's taking so long, man? Like, <laughs> did your money and leave? What is you like? You doing math or something? Just. 
You either taking money in, you put, or you put, you either taking money out, you putting money in. Yeah, just take really that no loan, go inside. <laughs> yeah, them niggas send up there like, yo, I need to open up a savings account. Is this thing on? Um, alright, man, so. It said, these folks don't know what happens when they leave. Uh, that's what the cop said. Who is a senior lead officer in a, as a liaison to the community. We've had people get stabbed after fighting over clothes. We've had people get sick after eating their food. It's just dangerous and irresponsible. How do you get sick after eating their food? I don't know. I can get the fighting over clothes, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to do that. Like, I'd go down to, like, a real bad part of Charlotte. And I would just throw out, like, one Tommy Hilfiger shirt. But, like, back in the day when Tommy Hilfiger was nice. And I just be like, whoever wanted, man, best man, come get it. And they would fight over it. You know what I'm saying? We used to bet on it. But, uh, like, obviously these church people ain't doing that. You know no, what I'm saying? they're not. Oh, man, you can't even give shit to people. Police stopping you from giving shit to homeless people. That's crazy. Wow. Meanwhile, somebody... <laughs> yeah, they're trying to help. Church people to give to the homeless. Why are you feeding them? people in the, in the nation. Yeah. Uh, some community activists allege that the opposition to street distributions has more to do with gentrification than with the crop than protecting homeless people. That's the, right. The city's vision for a revitalized downtown, they suggest, does not include soup lines. That's right. They don't want them lined up around the building getting food next to, you know, they two million dollar uh building complex they got and all that stuff. Cause they scared you're gonna scare the people away. That's what Ed was saying, huh? That's, That's sad, but you know what I mean, but where else are you gonna put them? They're not going to go away. They don't disappear. Well, you definitely, definitely don't want to feed them because they keep coming back. It's like cats. You know what I'm saying? You put milk on your doorstep, then the cats will keep coming back to your doorstep. But the city is paying for these services. That's the thing. I mean, well, they the church, but the city does the same thing. Your cats pay money go to feed these people. Right. Yeah, I don't know. They got money to build two million dollar building. They need some money to take care of. I mean, they home is there for a reason. Right, that's true. Take care of I agree, man. I was, I just see them. I just can't imagine the police like, what are y'all doing out here? Oh, we feeding the homies. Put your hands on the car. <laughs> Turn around. Turn around. What you, you got anything in your pockets? You got any macaroni and cheese in your pockets? You want to tell me about far? Far from your pockets? <laughs> Is this a spoon? Is this a spoon? It's a fork? Why you watch chicken bones in here? <laughs> Nobody has been moved out of the area, she said. Feeding people on the street is not hy- not hygienic. It's not sanitary. It's not good for their health. Um, wow. She is asked to do this. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Wow. It's like, damn, Feeding a homeless like, person is not good for their health. <laughs> what is, oh, so starving is better for their health, right? Um, <laughs> she asked the Los Angeles Department of Public Health but stricter enforcement on food safety regulations. This summer, environmental health inspectors stopped at least two groups from distributing food in Skid Row because they did not have permits. Um, members of the Los Angeles Community Action Network are planning a Skid Row picnic for September 30th to protest their actions. They say it is unfair to expect those who are giving, uh, giving away free food to meet the same standards as commercial vendors. I which, agree. Which includes serving from a location with facilities to wash both hands and utensils. Uh, it would be literally impossible to meet all the requirements, said activist Michael Hubman, who uh, uh, argues that people have a right to share food. And it's America, too, dude. If anything, we got way too much food. Yeah. Like, we can't. We throw away billions of tons of food every year to feed other countries. Right. 
That's not throwing away though. We actually literally throw away food too. Yeah, yeah literally. Like, throw I, away I've food. been in Wendy's at three in the morning when it was time to clock out and go home, and they just be like, "Yeah, throw them burgers in the trash." I'm like, "Damn, I know it's a homeless dude on Skid Row somewhere that would have ate that shit." Yeah, that's true. I mean, even if it wasn't up to like, first of all, who, what homeless person are you giving a burger and they just like, "Yo, dog, you wash your hands?" <laughs> huh, <laughs> nigga, you live on the street. Be happy. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Man caught with Viagra pill. A 31-year-old man was arrested after deputies found a little blue pill in his pants pockets, according to Okaloosa County Sheriff's Report. Deputies responded to a call about prisoner transport. After searching the man's pockets, they found what was later confirmed to be a Viagra pill. The man said he got the pill from a friend and did not have a prescription, the report said. So, when they said they responded to a call about a prisoner transport, was it a dude that was in prison and that's why he couldn't have Viagra? I'm assuming so. What the fuck you need Viagra for in prison? Ah, ah. You in prison with a bunch of damn dudes. Like, word? Dude, you. Oh, man, that is. That's not that's good. That's dog. There's that nothing good about that. That's crazy. Um, brother and sister who had a child together to get married. Ah. Uh, despite knowing incestuous wedding was illegal. Or is illegal. A brother and sister, not a black, and a black dude and a black woman. A brother and no. sister, like. By family. Yes, biologically. A brother and sister who had a child together ought to break the law and marry later this month. The Irish male on Sunday can reveal. What? The Irish male must be some kind of like newspaper. newspaper. Yeah. They first spoke to the newspaper in May about their shock on discovering that they shared a father and were involved in an incestuous relationship. Even though the couple known as James and Mara... Realize it is illegal for them to marry. They say they are still determined to spend the rest of their lives together. And they will break the law to do so. Wow. <laughs> this weekend, the couple who's identi- who identifies the Irish male on Sunday. Uh, whose identities the Irish male on Sunday has protected by changing their names. As well as the others. As well as those of their close relatives. Spoke about their wedding plans. Just so they're going to have a, a, a wedding wedding. Like people going to come and shit. They're going to have a cake. How they go like. So it's just one section, all the family. <laughs> Are you with the bride or the groom? Right? Right? I'm, I'm with both. 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 Yeah, yeah. We got. Yeah, we don't. Have just to, one big section. Now, in all fairness, you can save a ton of money on a wedding this way. Uh-uh. I mean, we knocking them. We knocking them, but their reception and all that shit is probably gonna be off the chain because they saved a lot of money, dog. Um, <laughs> so. Um, We've applied to get married, and there are no mistakes in the paperwork, so we will be able to wed at the end of this month. Wow. We were aiming for Christmas, but we have decided to do it sooner. Maura has got her wedding dress. We've ordered identical suits for myself and our son. We've also ordered a cake, and we plan to go on a honeymoon a few weeks after the wedding. It was a very small wedding. It will be a very small wedding. We have two witnesses who we know very well, and they know about our situation. I don't know whether our father will come. What? Yo, this is ridiculous, man. I don't know whether our father right will come. I love my husband, but if I find out tomorrow that uh, Roddy Morrow is my daddy, we are officially divorced. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nah, I ain't going nowhere. Mm, I already got this. It's against the laws. I mean, I don't care. <laughs> ride, or, ride or die, man. Ride or die. Or whether any of our parents will be there. So, I, this is funny. They say our father will be there. Like, Y'all both got to say that. Can he give away the bride? He can give away the groom, too. <laughs> he can give away everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Who pays for the wedding? Does his dad pay for the wedding? Just because it's actually her dad, too? I don't know. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it's, bad about it. You don't even want to go. Yeah, he like, yeah, I ain't going, man. I ain't paying for y'all. Um, in a story that made headlines around the world, James and Moore revealed how they met and fell in love, completely unaware that they shared a father. The couple who hailed from different towns, about 100 miles apart, were both out with friends when they met in a nightclub in the third town in the third town several years ago. So strong was their mutual attraction that they just one week after meeting, they both felt they had known each other for a lifetime. Wow. <laughs> so they found out and they just said, Screw it. Yeah, I, I guess it was already. Let's wow. See. Two years later, Moore became pregnant and the couple moved in together. Later that year, their son, Mark, was born. By then, James' fraught relationship with his mother, Carmel, was nearing the breaking point. He had not seen Vincent, the man who had, he had been brought up to call father, for several years. Vincent, with whom James has had a strained relationship, had left the home when James was about 10 or 11. In the years that followed their separation, James' relationship with his mother deteriorated. Maura, who had enjoyed a happy family background, encouraged James to make peace with his estranged mother, and he called to her house just before last Christmas. But as his mother questioned James about his partner's background, she became agitated and cut short the meeting, saying she could no longer speak to him. Mystified, James left the house. So he was like, Mom, I met this chick uh, at this club, and we actually, she just about to have my baby. And uh, I, you know, we talked in a couple years. I want to make everything cool with you. And she's like, "Tell me about it." And I'm like, uh, she from, uh, you know, she from uh, Gastonia, and uh, she, you know, she her last name is Smith or whatever. She's like Gastonia. What she look like? Oh, she got dark hair. You know what I'm saying? She, uh, what's her father's name? Oh, it's Randy or whatever. Randy. That's it. I can't talk to you no more. Like she, she clearly. This, this is a number one reason why they tell you to take your ass to family reunions, <laughs> so that you would know who your relatives are. Cause for real, if you ain't never met these people, you don't know these people relate to you or not. Uh, a few days later, she made contact with devastating news that Moore's father was also his own father. Since Christmas, wow! With the help of DNA tests and gentle questioning, James and Moore have discovered the following on the on the night out in the eighties. Carmel, then age 19, met Tom, and the pair dated for four or five weeks before going their separate ways. However, after discovering she was pregnant with James, Carmel opted not to tell Tom that she was expecting a child. So he didn't even know. She was like a movie. Wow. Like, I think this is coming on Lifetime next week. By the time James was born, she was in a relationship with Vincent. (laughs) (laughs) It was he who then, who she named as James' father on the birthday, on the birthday. On the baby's birth certificate. It was not until about four years later that Tom discovered Carmel had had a child. Keen to find out whether he was the boy's father, he made contact with. Uh, he made contact. Many of the details about what happened next are sketchy. However, what is clear is that even though Tom was by now married and the father of a daughter, he was determined to be a part of his son's life and embarked on a legal battle to win access. So this dude actually fought over him, and he, and, like, to get back in his son's life. Who was about to marry his daughter? Wow. However, it was the 80s and court cases like this were few and far between. Uh, but Tom was undeterred. Few and far between. You know, this shit was in another country. Uh, 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 <laughs> this shit happened all the time in America. Like, that's my baby. No, it's my baby. Fuck that. <laughs> Bitch, I'll take you to court. Um, anyway, man, this dude about to marry his sister. He don't give a fuck. Wow. Hospital blunder left T towel size swab inside me for four months after surgery. Really? Oh! So they did surgery on this chick, 
You know, they, they've done studies that show that um, a lot of times they have to like count their utensils and things. They said they mess around. They've sold all kinds of objects in people after surgery. Word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the, how do you get that job? That's one job you should not. It's not like doing the fries at Wendy's or something. Like you should not. <laughs> Fuck up at this job. Yeah, they say they have to count blades and all that stuff. They say because if they don't, they say somebody's trying to leave it in there, and that's a wrap. So <laughs> like at the end of the day, they was counting. Somebody was just like, uh, "Who's missing the tea towel?" Was it two towels or three? <laughs> <laughs> it was probably it was probably two. Yeah, it's two. Probably two. Fuck yeah. I mean, what you gonna do? Live with a towel in her for four years? Come on, man, get the fuck out of here. Uh, a hospital blunder left a woman with a swab sized tea towel in her body for four months after she should have been after she. After what should have been a routine hysterectomy operation, oh. Susan Meskowitz, 44, was in acute pain after the procedure and was put on a series of different antibiotics by doctors. None of them checked to see if they had a towel. It was only when she was finally given a CT scan that the oversight was spotted. An 18 by 18 inch piece of thick <gasps> cotton swab wrapped around her bowel. But now, she, <laughs> but now she has hit a wall of bureaucracy in her attempt to claim compensation. So they don't even want to pay her. That's fucked up. Now she was treated at an well, NHS. Kind of lawyer she got? She can get that spray. Come up like that. Practice, dog. That should be Beskowitz Hospital right now, dog. That's a big case of malpractice, man. She can get that brace. Like I don't. They should at least pay. She need to find a good lawyer. That must like I don't know, man. Yeah, I think so much food of an inventory count. Dude, uh, she, uh, <laughs> Meskowitz, <laughs> who lost part of her bowel in the oh. operation to remove the swab, said, I imagine that a swab would be around two inches. When I got home and unfurled it, uh, I was shocked at the size of the thing. I put it over one of my cushions and it covered it. Ugh, yeah. why you take your nasty bowel down? Why should you wash it? Yeah, I would have got that bread, man. She was smart, though. She got the towel, though. So she take it to court and show them. Yeah, yeah. she would. Her problem again getting made. Oh, she took pictures, man. Like, yeah, yeah she got a picture of her sitting with it right there. I'm talking about like when Nobody she... Nobody want to touch the thing. Yeah, yeah she I was spreading it. That, yeah. I would definitely be like, word. How do you lose that, dog? That's crazy. Um... Oh, they came to work drunk that day. I was like, was, was it five or six? I don't know. Handkerchief or something. <laughs> she was. <laughs> don't look like a handkerchief. It does. It looks like a handkerchief. Seriously. It's way too big to be in somebody's Yeah, you cannot wrap that around somebody's bow, dog. You shouldn't be losing that. Anyway, man, they need to sue that. She needs to sue. She needs to make some money. Yes, she does. Greenway cyclists ticketed by Phantom Cop and Bogus Speed Trap. Most, most urban cyclists are guilty of a little J biking. A quick jaunt up or onto a sidewalk here or a rolling stop there. Let me tell you something about these bike people, man. Fuck these bike people. They First of it's all, old, you either a bike or you a car, dog. Don't be trying to fly, slide in between. I'm like, get on the sidewalk. Dude, the other day I was driving, right? And I was about to make a U-turn. So I, I, and I, I was looking at my phone because my phone does directions through MapQuest. So I look at my phone like, you know, do I make the U-turn right now? This dude on a bike rides past me before I can make my U-turn, and he's lucky I would stop. Yeah, because yeah. he would have hit him. Rides right by me, back. and then looked back at me and gave me the, hey man, hang up your phone signal. Nigga, that saved your life. If I was yeah. just driving, you would have got hit fucking around. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you, man? I wanted to, I really wanted to, to follow him. I was going to follow him and be like, hey, dog. And, and, that, and that's the thing about it. You own a bike. 
what makes you think I can't follow you home? Exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, you no know. Disrespect nobody on the bike. Yeah, and I first, yeah, exactly. Speed off. You out of bike, dog. You going you going eight miles an hour. I can definitely catch up with you. Yeah, I would be wrong if I ran into the back of his bike, right? If I'll be the asshole. If he tapped his back tire and he flew off. Yeah, I'll yeah. be the <laughs> asshole, right? I'm the, I'm the bad guy. You telling me to hang up the phone? First of all, it ain't, it ain't even illegal to be on to look at your phone while you driving if you at a stop. That's that's a law in North Carolina. They just passed that. You can't. You're not supposed to be like. Uh, messing around, texting and shit. But if you come to a complete stop, you can look at your phone. You can call people from your phone if it's just a couple. Like, oh, let me hit Anthony and it hit it said. Yeah. Like you can have the phone. Like this nigga, I was literally sitting there for like three seconds and he was like, oh, I can't wait. I'm on my bike. I got shit to do. <laughs> like, and you had the nerve to look back. Man, I wish a bus would have hit his ass right when he looked. At me. <laughs> and on top of that, I don't mind him being out there, but make yourself aware because that was then he pulled him out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. like in the beauty, yeah. Like Ten speed, you know what I'm saying? And, I, and the thing is, <laughs> like he an SUV. Come on, I was, I was doing a U-turn, which is completely legal there. Yeah. But the way he was driving, he was anticipating what I was gonna do. He thought yeah. you was so gonna. So he would have thought I was gonna make a left and would have got splat out right there in the street, and I would have been the asshole who hit the dude on the bike. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Yeah. He probably was like he was on the phone and everything. Man, fuck you. Anyway, man. That's all the reason I read that story. I don't even care what happened in the story. But this, <laughs> this dude got this dude got a ticket, and I'm glad. Fuck bike people. Um, <laughs> you ain't a cop. <laughs> mom suit dumps on HS. A Manhattan mom and her daughter are suing the city and the Department of Education after an East 25th Street high school dumped hundreds of confidential school records onto the street last year. Wow. The school for the physical city filled a dumpster with 15 cardboard boxes full of private records last September as it got ready to move to a new space on West 14th Street. The tipster alerted Connie Click and her daughter, Skylar, to the data dump when it appeared when it happened, and the pair who lived nearby arrived with a shopping cart to collect Skylar's records. The records included psychological evaluations, report cards, and other papers with the girl's social security and telephone numbers and address. The Clicks, hey, that's a terrible last name. The Clicks <laughs> filed their Manhattan Supreme Court lawsuit last week seeking unspecified damages. So, what about all the other people? They can't sue too? They should. I'm assuming they, they dropped should. everybody's information and shit. They should. That ought to be illegal because as many people, that's a prime example of people going through trash. I mean, why did they, they just say we ain't gonna take it to the destination dump it yeah they should have shredded it if, if anything but um that's crazy um furious gays fired back at 50 cent the gay lesbian alliance against the defamation glad as some people know it is mounting the campaign against 50 cent after the rapper tweeted threatening comments to blogger Perez Hilton last week including a violent photo of two men in suits running from a mob uh Perez Hilton called me a douchebag, so I got my homie shoot up a gay wedding. Wasn't his, but still made me feel better. Read the tweet with the photo attached. I saw the photo. The photo is just like two dudes in tuxedos running, and it's like a bunch of other people with guns like in the background running at them. Obviously, the shit didn't happen. No. But, uh... He was poking fun. Yeah, yeah, apparently gay people got mad that he said this. He also tweeted Hilton, Stop being so sensitive. It's a joke. You acting like a big baby. And my next song will make your sweet ass dance. LOL, chill out. <laughs> He's probably right too. That's sad, but it's probably right. Um, it's wrong to make jokes and promote violence against the gay community. 
Yo, man, glad it's kind of like the NAACP, man. Yes. You gotta, you gotta you got your real battles. issues out there. And you, you mean tell me 50 Cent is more important than some real issues y'all got? Yeah, words. like y'all trying to get gay marriage passed and fighting it, like hard. Everybody fighting this shit. Y'all trying to, y'all on the battle lines. Y'all trying to get that passed and y'all trying to take on 50 Cent for tweeting? Yeah, right. That shit but don't tweeting. even make sense. Yeah, yeah. It's like, don't even, <laughs> we got real issues. Screw 50 Cent. That don't even make sense, dog. Yeah, y'all got, I know other bad shit is happening to gay people y'all should be mad about. Other than 50, and he's 50 Cent, dog. It's not like Obama tweeted this shit. It's 50 Cent. Ain't nobody yeah. politically taking 50 Cent. Yeah, exactly. But I, I don't know. It's like they feel like if, if we can make an example out of a rap module or whatever, man. Well, they People better still go by his They better business. not listen to an album. Yeah, because he'll go crazy. Yo. He don't, have, he don't have to watch his mouth. Like, yeah, know, exactly. Yeah, they're not going to ask him. They, they, they might need to fall back. Yeah. yeah they're not going to ask him his political views on in Russia. That's right. not happening with And he's hoping for this shit. Like, he's yeah. probably hoping they keep coming. He will make a song about Paris Hill. He'll make a whole album. What yeah. you talking about? And he'll start Paris Hill. That'll be his answers. That's gonna be his next mixtape. He'll start the whole joint like that. Um, Rich Ferraro said that shit. Anyway, taking down the post is not enough. We wanted him to tell his Twitter followers that what he did was wrong. So he took it down. I'm surprised he took it down. A rep for Fifty had no comment, but it wasn't the first time Fifty's running afoul of the gay community. He told Playboy in a 2004 interview, "I ain't into faggots. I don't play. I don't like gay people around me because I'm not comfortable with what their thoughts are. I'd rather hang out with a straight dude. But women who like women, that's cool. <laughs> so, so this is this the nigga that Glad decided to take on. Yeah, right. Like yeah. this dude. Does it right, sound yeah, like right. he? Yeah, he don't sound like he. Is trying to keep it under wraps that whether or not he likes gay people. Like, just leave this thing alone, y'all. His recent Twitter posts have also taken aim at unborn children and pregnant women. What? Oh, talking about what? What did you say? I want to do something to impact kids in a positive way. That's why I'm opening up an abortion clinic. Wow. I'm going to call it 50 50 chance. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, he's reckless. Y'all gonna take this nigga seriously? I'm sorry. Seriously, this is like this like the Democrats when they tried to like get mad at Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. He don't have to. He don't have people that's gonna vote for him or against that's him. That's right. Why would you talk shit to him when he can say anything? Yeah. That's right. He don't have the same boundaries you, know, you have. Bash, bash, the organization anything. Just remember this stuff, man. And I know you on Twitter and you getting to be a celebrity and stuff now. Don't be saying stuff about gay people, man. Just leave them alone. Uh, and you might want to leave the abortions alone. And cool and all that. Yeah, Ooh, let me say that stuff. Days. You can just retweet me. You know what I'm saying? That ain't like you said it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, we don't have the same rules and regulations, and we don't got to worry about Commissioner Stern. I'm yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no problem. I'm like, I don't blame I, uh, you. I don't blame you, son. I remember we did the first show, and niggas was sitting there reckless questions, like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> he might, he's not my fucking now. cousin. He's not just a nigga. I like, yeah. oh man, fuck this nigga. Let's just let's just ask him some funny questions to see what happened. No, no. I was no. looking at the questions like, "Are you serious right now, dude?" I'm no. not about this. Fucking idiot. <laughs> anyway, on Friday, Fifty used a dozen tweets to defend his friend and boxer Floyd Mayweather. Uh, Floyd in the wrong on this shit though. Who was arrested on charges of theft relating to a domestic abuse complaint by his former girlfriend Josie Harris, the mother of three of his children. Another three of his kids. How many kids this nigga got? I don't know. A lot, I guess. Floyd, I mean, he can afford them. I mean, that's, that's one thing. True. That's the thing.
thing, man. People true. always get mad about athletes for having a lot of kids. Niggas, you had millions of dollars. Who cares if you have another kid or not? You bitch. <laughs> the regular people are the ones that need to chill on having all these goddamn kids. Like they can't afford. You can't afford them. <laughs> like yeah, man, we gotta put all these kids on free lunch. Yeah, yeah, like like the wow. I can't. You know, my kids out just thugging and shit. I can't even tell them nothing to do no more. It's twelve of them. I was only one of them. Like the uh, people who had a uh, nineteen and growing. Yeah, uh, the yeah. woman just had a twentieth. Kate plus eight. Like she just lucky them ain't some badass kids, but. When they turn like 12 and all them kids decide like we taking over the house, what's she going to do? Yeah. Too much. It's 12 of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you outnumbered. Yeah, they can whoop your ass, dog. So, like, yeah, you, they decide they're going to be a tribe. You over. Like Cass was making jokes about uh, Cromartie because you know, he got so many kids, he don't even know all the ages and shit. Because he could afford it, though. That's true. He, bra- he going to bring in a couple mil this year. What are you doing? <laughs> right? You mad, though, right? You don't have no kids. Yeah. Don't worry about his kids. Yeah, you worry about you worry about uh, guarantee his kids will all go on to be shit too. Look, look at every fucking college game. Like such and such junior, our Haywood junior son fucking yeah. got got a uh, interception yesterday and ran that shit seven yards. Them kids will go up to be all right. They got people with work ethics and shit. They learn life lessons. They got money raising them. I'm more worried about the kids at Eastland Mall. You know what I'm saying? That's true. I'm, I'm a little That's more worried. About, I feel you on that one now. I'm not gonna get mad at Floyd for having three kids. I'm more mad at somebody I don't know having three kids. Anyway, but 50 Row, another case of angry baby mama drama, want money. So, and he, I don't know. Floyd already wilding out, man. What y'all think about Floyd fighting Pacquiao, man? Y'all, y'all yeah, think he should do it? Hey, man. Mayweather, man. Is he going to do it? No, I mean, not yet. He need to do it. I mean, they, 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 then we'll go I mean, They said Mayweather want to. It's, it's Pacquiao camp that keeps sending him on the run around. Yes. Where it was he? Yeah. He now it's the opposite. The, the blood test or whatever. The, right. The Olympic style blood. Just do it, man. I mean, it's gonna be the big, biggest fight in, in, in maybe in the history of boxing. One of the biggest. Yeah. Money wise, yeah. it will be. Money wise, pay per view. Cause I know I'm ordering it. Like well, I'm definitely. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Everybody gonna watch that. Every single. Body. I will watch them fight up to three to four times and pay for it. Yeah. There's nobody else I can say that about in boxing. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time since I can say that. Yeah. Like two, two people fight. Two people, like, if y'all fight four times, I will wait, I'll still be paying for it. Yeah. These niggas need to start fighting, man. They ain't yeah. getting no younger. I think so. Yeah, they about the thing is like Pacquiao got a couple losses, but Pacquiao just got that. I like he it. will be the best dude Floyd ever fought. Yes, that definitely. Way. And Floyd know that. Yeah. Camp know that. Yeah, Pacquiao. Like, I mean, I like Floyd, but he, he might, you know. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Floyd fan, but damn, dog. Um, all right. Relative wife's cooking enraged gunman, six dead. Damn, was the food that bad? Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I ain't like this chicken. I'm killing everybody. A man faces <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a man he wanted butt chops. <laughs> a man facing eviction. It must have been Chris Brown. I don't know. Does it say Chris Brown in here anywhere? I don't no. see it. No, I'm sorry. Uh, a man facing eviction over his hostile temper became enraged how, by how his wife cooked his eggs and killed her, his stepdaughter, and three neighbors with a shotgun before shooting himself on Saturday. Wow! They just sent him over the top. Yes. Yeah, like, wow. a lot of shit must have been going you wrong. You ain't scrambling. You load the shotgun. You ain't put salt in the egg. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't put salt. He 
eggs, bacon, toast. <laughs> no, I like cheese in my eggs. Bake no, you ain't make no bacon. How they find out that it was the eggs though? If he killed himself and everybody else, like who was the one that was left yeah, alive? Yeah. How they know that? I just heard him screaming about eggs. <laughs> I went ahead in the closet, man. I knew it was home. <laughs> he said you don't make it like McDonald's. Damn, you woman. He told me yesterday she had one more time to fuck up his eggs. And I, I didn't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Trooper Jody. Wow. <laughs> Trooper Jody. I thought he was just going to go to the store. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't not going to kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Trooper Jody Sims of Kentucky State Police said 47-year-old Stanley Neese killed five people uh, in two uh, mobile homes in rural eastern Kentucky around 11.30 a.m. Then went to his home and turned the gun on himself. Yeah, that, we should yeah. be laughing about it. That's not that sad, but like, it's I mean, just, it's crazy how like something you just set a nigga off, man. Shit, they dead, wow. Mary. They might as well get some jokes out of it. Ain't nothing new to do. <laughs> nothing we can do to save these motherfuckers wow. from here. Um, All I can tell y'all women out there is that if you see your nigga twitch over some eggs, run, bitch, run! <laughs> you get in front of the table and start running. <laughs> The house, man, the car. Gotta slowly back out the kitchen. Was he eating the eggs before, or was it just like the <laughs> way? I wonder if, like, if he walked downstairs, like, good morning, babe, gave him a kiss, took a bite of the eggs, was like, I said with cheese, motherfucker. Scramble with cheese. Don't even worry about it. No, don't worry about it. You sure? Don't worry about it. I met you some more. No, y'all keep eating. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. We'll go to the car. Sim said that when uh, the state police arrived about an hour after the gunfire began. An hour? See, that's the I thing. I in the middle of nowhere. People try to say the police don't come to black neighborhoods, right? That's a stereotype. It's not really true. Police don't like coming to poor neighborhoods. This is a trailer park. They, was, of course, it took an hour to be there. It's like this joke I saw on Twitter. This dude, he says an Oakland joke. Uh, he said, uh, whenever somebody like you see the police on the street or something, then they might make a joke that say, uh, "Oh, police over here. Somebody must have called them last week." You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. that's like I'm, when we got over here to it's like a nicer area. I'm not saying our apartments that nice, but it's a nicer area of the city. Mm-hmm. Police did come faster than when I was in Yorkwood. I, it, it just happened. It's the truth. I don't know what to tell you. Power go out. Power come back on faster. Yeah, our power came back on yeah. real yeah. quick. Yeah. Dude, in Yorkwood, man, we have power sometimes. Yeah. Like, damn, I guess I'm gonna go to school in the morning. I hope the power back on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I guess there ain't no TV yeah, tonight. No Hurricane Hugo. We was at school for like a month. Dude, you be you lose power over here, man. The shit be on before halftime. Come on in the game. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, man. So um, shit. Um, anyway, so they came. They heard a single gunshot and uh, found Nisa's body on the porch in. The unincorporated community of that's a nice way to say a trailer park. Unincorporated community. Uh in Mount Carmel, uh, and they take the county. The county is home of about sixteen hundred people. Sixteen thousand people. Yeah, small. Sherry Ann Robinson, a relative of the two victims, said the witnesses said witnesses to the shooting told that niece became enraged when his wife did not cook his breakfast to his liking. Wow. Rob I told what did I say last week? If you dating a man with a sword Leave women. I don't know why they so damn desperate, dog. If you dating a nigga, if you dating a dude that's 
I guarantee he showed signs before this. Oh yeah. Again, he was like, hash rounds ain't done. Put a knife to a throat. Then he's like, I'm gonna let you live tonight. <laughs> but this shit, remember this shit. Go downstairs and practice the Yeah, you go down there and work on my eggs. No, I don't want them running. You do that one time, you would be. It, it would really be the black guy who tip. <laughs> I will not be here. I don't even like eggs that much. It's all right. Uh, Robinson said that when his wife fled to a neighbor's trailer. Niece followed and shot her and the other. Damn! So this neighbors are just minding their business. She knocked on the door like, yo, he trying to kill me. Why? Over some eggs. Nah, for real, bitch. Stop playing. No, he trying to kill me over some eggs. They're like, alright, you can come in. And dude really bust in there. I was like, okay, y'all trying to help? Three of y'all. Wow. Um, he just got mad at his wife for not making his breakfast, right? And shot her, Robinson said. She tried to run and tell my family and he shot them too because they found out about it. They found out about it. What was he gonna cover this shit up before? He was like, "Oh, my perfect murder plan is done. Now I gotta kill everybody." Everybody <laughs> going down. She killed herself because the eggs wasn't done. It was she killed herself with the arm um, with my shotgun. It was I can't believe she did that. Wow. The neighbor said the victims were provided by Kentucky State Police. Uh, were what? The names of the victims were provided by Kentucky State Police. Uh, while Robinson described their relationship. Uh, Fugate is Robinson's sister. Turner is her cousin. Kilborn was a witness who happened to be who happened to step onto the porch of another trailer when she heard the commotion. Wow. Damn. So she ain't even she just stepped on the porch like, what y'all doing over here? First oh. of all, that's another way you know she white. <laughs> I've never heard a gunshot ran towards it in my life. Say ever. That again. Ever. It was like three shotgun blasts. Yeah. You gonna no. step on the porch. What y'all doing over there? No, yeah, and, 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 and for those of you, did I hear something about some eggs? <laughs> Y'all cook, got some more. <laughs> yeah, some people don't know the gun rules. Anytime you hear anything that sound like or similar to a gun, you automatically just drop. You, yes. you keep moving now, but you drop yes. real low to the Dude, ground. I've been around. I was in the park one time, and a car backfired. And, and I ran. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not waiting to find out. Y'all can laugh at me. I'll be alive. I'll be alive. We can all laugh later, dog. Like, I, niggas was like, where you running? They running too, though. So as I started running, they was running. Like, we'll find out together, man. That's right. Um. All right. So, uh, her daughter said, please, please don't shoot me. He said, all right, you can leave. And she ran out. Uh, said Robinson, who spoke to her niece after the shootings. She went and told her neighbors, and the neighbors called the law. Wow. Dang. She's like, how you had nothing to do with these eggs? I didn't make you eat eggs. She's like, all right, you can go. All right. You was, you was eating cereal when I came down. You didn't eat. <laughs> you couldn't have known about the eggs. <laughs> Robinson said niece had, uh, had never appeared threatening to her, but he was known to have a violent history. See? Sims could not confirm that niece had a criminal record. Um, so she never made them eggs, apparently. So he was cool with her. Wow. Um... Let's see. County prosecutor Brenda Miller said the dealings with niece came on nonviolent issues, including child support. Uh, niece also was in Miller's office a month ago regarding a traffic ticket. So he was really cool with everything except eggs. That's fucking insane. Everything was alright with this dude except when you fuck up his eggs. Got a traffic ticket? Fine. Child support? Cool. I got that. Eggs? Nah, cuz. Nah. They, they found victims in two other trailers. Other neighbors fled the trailer park in fear of their lives during the shootings. Over eggs, Robinson said, I thought that was crazy, really. I mean, just because his eggs weren't hot. Oh, wait a minute. They weren't hot. 
don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm on his side. I don't know. <laughs> Landlord Ray Rastiger said niece uh, received monthly disability checks from the Social Security Administration, though he didn't know what his disability was. Mental, I would say. Uh, yeah. Rastiger said that he had begun the process of evicting niece who had lived in the trailer park for about seven years because he was becoming increasingly hostile towards neighbors in recent months. He was unpredictable. Little things would set him off. Well, it's easy to say in hindsight now, isn't it? Yeah, sure is. He chased his wife around that Jeep, shooting at her. <laughs> that's Are the, you serious? Yo, that's gotta be the worst way to die, y'all. He didn't even kill her the first time. I thought he just rolled up on her and shot her. So she, he was shooting at her? Yeah, chasing Over her around the Jeep, shooting at her, talking about his eggs, dog. I heard her screaming and running. Smith said Nice ended up mumbling to himself on the porch of his trailer, pointed the shotgun in his head, pulled the trigger. I had to admit, a little grin came across my face when I saw his brain go flying. Smith said he has been trouble ever since he's been here. He's always been trouble. I don't know if I want that part in the article if I was the landlord, but wow. you know, I get it. You know what I'm saying? They got like more over there. Yeah. His, no. his eggs when his brain went against the wall like some eggs. You know what I'm saying? It was ironic. It all came full circle. Um, <laughs> all right, last story, and this is more of a cautionary tale because Anthony, I, I don't want to hear this about you in 20 years. Oh, Former NBA player Ramil Robinson found guilty of bank fraud. Wow, Ramil Robinson. I don't know if y'all remember Ramil Robinson. Yeah, you do. Oh, you know about. All right. Yeah, he wasn't great, but you know what I'm saying? He was all right. Yeah, he played six seasons in the NBA after a stellar college career in Michigan, was found guilty by a jury yesterday on 11 counts of fraud. Woo. Robinson tried to sell his mother's home without her knowledge. Just part of the charges that include bank robbery, wire fraud, making a false statement to a financial institution, according to Associated Press. Can you imagine selling your mama's home, dog? Wow, without her permission. That's crazy, dog. That's like you really lose all your man credentials trying to sell your mama's house without her knowing, dog. Like nobody can respect you anywhere no more, dog. There's no house you can walk into and get respect from. They're like, yo, this nigga that sold his mama's house, but she ain't even know, dog. He just sold it under her. That's crazy, dog. Robinson worked with the bank insider, Brian Williams, of Community State Bank in Iowa. No, you going to jail too, Brian <laughs> Williams. To secure loans for a fictional, uh, for a fictional biz- business in 2004 and 2005. According to prosecutors, in total, more than $700,000 was loaned from a couple of banks. Wow. Robinson spent six years in the NBA, the first two with Atlanta. He bounced around the league uh, his last four seasons. He made $4.8 million in that time, but apparently living a fast-paced life that included strip clubs. Nope. How is that a fast-paced life? Everybody goes to strip clubs. They just had to put that in there because he played the NBA. Yo, I swear, dude, they, they throw the strip club thing on the athletes way so too long. So fast, man. Like, it's the- and, and some of them don't Vision even got into a fight. At a strip club. Yeah. Like, you know how many fights it is on a normal day at his life? Yeah, on the street. You can get a fight anywhere, man. You know what I'm saying? What if the dude was being an asshole at the strip club? Why well, I'm supposed to wait till we get somewhere else so it won't be so bad. Like, oh, no, don't worry. Bitch, um, come up. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, young um, beat him up in the library. Then he whooped his ass down the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he met him in the strip club, was offended, but he didn't beat him up till they got to the library. And then, then it, it, it went off. But um, thanks, man. Thank you so much, Ant, for coming yeah. through, man. Show went viral real fast. Thanks, JC, man. JC, you still in Charlotte, man? Yeah, I'm here. All right, man. We got to get up, man. Um, 
definitely enjoyed it. Hit me up on Facebook, man. No doubt, man. No doubt. Oh, make sure you guys, uh, listeners, go check out the podcast uh, on Facebook. Join our group. Podomatic, join our group. iTunes, leave us a review. Make sure you donate. Go to blackouttips.blogspot.com and donate. And call the show 704-557-0186. And, uh, I don't know. Till next time. Talk to y'all later. Love you.